Lara, how are you today? Hey, Jackie. How's it going? Pretty good. Yeah, I'm so excited to be with you today. I wanted to um, to tell you I was just going through my photos on my phone this week. I didn't think I told you this this week, right? But uh-huh. I was just looking at my pictures. I was trying to find another picture for something else that I was doing. And as you you know, you're just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Um, I had forgotten that I had taken these pictures of my very first potato harvest in oh. a bag that we had like, we had dug them all up and um, we'd put them in this reusable bag and we had taken pictures and, oh, I'd forgotten. I, so I stopped and looked at them and I was like, oh, that was the coolest day of my life because I've been growing these potatoes for months and months and months and like the excitement of watching them pop out of the ground and then growing their little greens. I didn't know how potatoes grew. Right. So it was such a cool process to learn and watch. And it was just such a fun memory to see my pictures of my potato harvest. And so I thought it would be a really fun thing to talk about potatoes today. Like how do we grow them? What's the process? Like, like I was just mentioning, that was my very first time doing that. And you were like my, my guru guide for how do I do this? And what, cause like, I don't know people that grow potatoes. <laughs> so you helped me walk through all those fun little steps. And there was so much joy with my potato harvest that year. So I think it would be fun to talk about potatoes today. Is that oh, cool? Okay. Yeah. And that's awesome because um, I feel like the last few videos that we've done, we've been a little bit formal and we've been trying to be like the experts and like know everything, right. but that's not what this is about. So we're nope. just going to share our experience and like, <laughs> If we don't know something, then we don't know something. So exactly. we're just going to talk about what we've done and maybe you can learn something from our failures. So there's sure. yeah. So <laughs> that's fun that you grew potatoes. Um, um, yeah, it's, it's a really fun crop to grow because it gives you a little bit more self-sufficiency. Sometimes I say that um, the typical foods that people grow tomatoes, peppers, lettuce, things like that. I call them a salad garden, Mm, which is awesome for adding um, vitamins and minerals to your diet and to grow something yourself, but it's not great for like food self-sufficiency. It doesn't grow enough calories. True. That's a good point. No, that's a really good point. Cause like it, and again, I keep saying this again and again, but it really depends on your end goal, right? Like, for sure. um, I mean, I, started with those things that you just mentioned, right? To like get mm-hmm. your feet wet. And you may start with other things. Herbs are easy Most to grow. Do. Um but yeah, I, I started there too and and then I kept expanding and learning and growing. And I think that's a really cool point because my my end goal really is that self-sufficiency as much as possible, learning one thing at a time, right? And so I think that's why I'm so excited about potatoes. <laughs> and I mean even if you're not into like the whole self-sufficiency thing, potatoes are a really cool plant to grow. So yeah, I think that's yeah, a cool point. For sure. Yeah, exactly. And you're right. Even if you're not into self-sufficiency, it's fun to grow them and just to see how they grow. Yes. Um, but yeah, but it does give you a, a deeper source of calories that you can grow on your own property, which is nice. Cool. So. Um, and I know there's, okay, can we just squirrel for a second? There's a lot of controversy about potatoes. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like in the health world right now. Um, and like, should we be eating potatoes and are they actually good for you and all these things, right? Um, I'm not getting into that necessarily right now because I don't really want to jump on that bandwagon. That's not the point of it. But um, I think it's interesting in the climate that you and I 
live in, um, potatoes grow really well here. Uh Um, and if you're, if you don't eat potatoes, that's totally cool. You're not required to grow them, but, um, you're not required to grow anything that we talk about, (laughs) but, um, sweet potatoes, I know are often, uh, you know, an alternative that people like to turn to, um, totally different health profile and vitamins and nutrition and stuff like that. Right. But, um, and it grows very differently as well. Yeah. And so, like, so don't put them in the same category. I've never grown sweet potatoes from what I understand. Sweet potatoes do much, much better in a warmer climate. That's what I've learned from people like very much. So tropics, like they really do well. Is it humidity or is it just heat that they love? Um, it's long no. growing season. So they take around 120 to 150 days to produce awesome. a, a sizable root. And um, I have grown them and they do work here, but you have to be really um, intentional gotcha. about planting them and growing them. And yeah. Did you grow them? I mean, not that this needs to be hijacked by a sweet potato conversation, but like, could you, and, and that's cool to know that you've grown them here. Um, mm-hmm. But could you like help to extend that by, you know, adding like some sort of a hoop house or like a greenhouse or something to help make a hotter yeah. growing season where you're where potentially, potentially. Okay. I think that um, <clears throat> um, they're really, really frost tender. So mm-hmm. it's risky, but if you want to grow them here, you might want to consider in a pot or a grow bag or something oh, okay. of that nature that you can um, bring inside cool. and protect a little bit better or put them in a, a greenhouse or something like that. Okay. But yeah, um, the problem is we just don't have enough growing days yeah. in the climate that we grow, which is Utah and Idaho, to be able to get, I the when I've grown them, they grow, but I've had a couple years that I don't get any roots because they just didn't have enough time. Not long enough. Okay. Um, but when I do grow them, they're just small. They're little. Okay. They don't grow giant like you see at the grocery store. Okay. So no, that's good to know. They're fun <laughs> and they're beautiful. They're really, really pretty vines and things like that. So cool. I know it's still vines. Yeah. yeah. Experiment with them if you want to, but they're tricky. Cool. Okay. I would call that an advanced garden. Oh, okay. that's kind of what it seemed like to me too I was like well I don't know about that but I do know that people Mm -hmm. grow them and they do try and just in terms of like that self-sufficiency and variety and it's like as you're talking about calories right and that kind of thing I'm like oh what about sweet potatoes (laughs) like how do and I just wanted to touch base on that but yeah let's squirrel back to potatoes (laughs) yeah on the potato thing one of my favorite things that I learned about them early on I read a book by Barbara Kingsolver and it was really like my my gateway book into all of this like, really <laughs> gateway things <laughs> it's called animal vegetable miracle and it's the story of barbara king solver where she and her family lived for one year on food that they grew themselves or that or from someone that they knew in their county so mm-hmm. it's a really cool self-sufficiency book to dive into it's a little bit preachy but um it's fun to read their story portion cool. um Anyway, she, in one of her chapters in that book, she was talking to a friend on the phone and she was like, tell me what's going on in your garden. And she's like, oh, well, this is growing and this is growing and the potatoes are up. And she's like, wait, what? I thought the potatoes grew down. Like she's like the lady thought potatoes grow underground, which they do. But she didn't know that potato plants have a green 
part to them, like an up above ground part, which if you think about it, like that is how most people think about their food. Like they think potatoes grow underground, but most people never consider that an underground plant also needs to have an above ground part to, to photosynthesize, right? I know. I didn't know that until I grew my, my potatoes because you yeah. always hear that they grow underground and you're like, you just think that they're underground doing their thing. But then the magic of growing. <laughs> oh, duh, oh, they have to have an above ground part too, right? I know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Remind me when we get back to the like the growing out of the ground thing, my story, because I want to quote Mulan and popping out of the snow like daisies. That's <laughs> okay. Remind me of that we'll one. We'll do it get... right now. That's well, okay. Fine. When I was growing, my Lara was talking about, anyway, we'll talk about like how you plant them and all the things, right? But like, um, when my green part of my potato plant started popping out of the ground, because it does, um, all I had in my brain was the quote from Mulan. It's the it's the one scene when Mulan and Mushu, the little dragon, are up in the mountains and like the army, her army has like left her, deserted her in the middle of the snow. And the Huns, like the people that are attacking China, are like, like they had just gotten trampled by an avalanche. And and they thought that Mulan and Mushu thought that all the Huns had died. <laughs> and all of a sudden, these giant Hun men just pop out of the snow. <laughs> They've been buried by like so much feet of snow in this cartoon. And then all of a sudden, they just like pop out of the snow and they're like, ah! and Mushu, he's the funny character. And so he's like, ah, they're popping out of the snow like daisies. It's a very funny scene. <laughs> Go with it. But that's how I felt about my potatoes. <laughs> I was like, what the? He's like, bury them in like two or three I don't know a foot or two of dirt and then they start growing the green stuff and then when they start popping out of the ground you're like what the it's really fun it was a really exciting moment awesome. <laughs> you're popping out I love it <laughs> okay that's my funny joke <laughs> it does feel like that when your plants first start coming up you're like oh because it takes so long out. I know it's like how long I remember it being like at least a month or a long month and a half before they like actually start popping out Probably. of the ground mm -hmm. and it's like because you just there's nothing 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 and then all of a sudden they start growing and you're like oh, that's so exciting so maybe that's just me I got really excited that's awesome so fun yeah um okay so growing potatoes um the trick with potatoes is that you can't grow them from seed like a lot of plants. So you're going oh, to need to like, you're like going to need to plant seed. an actual potato. Ah. And then so what you do is you plant a potato or a part of a potato. So if you ever if you've ever had potatoes in your pantry that have like sprouted and they with grow the those little, little like, eyes, yeah, they yeah. they start growing those white stringy um, right things that's the plant starting to to reproduce right okay so usually people at the store um people who grow potatoes commercially they want to suppress that so that the potatoes don't sprout prematurely so that you can actually have a chance to eat them right Right. So a lot of times people who grow them commercially they will I don't know what they use for this but I've heard that they gas them Mm. to suppress that growing um sure. so potatoes from the grocery store you can plant them especially if they've already started to sprout right so keep that in mind 
but um, a lot of times they've already been gassed. Okay. So you're going to want to look for organic potatoes mm-hmm. or um, if you have like a local, um, like a garden store or a farm store, they will often supply um, seed potatoes is what they're called in the, in the springtime. Gotcha. You can gotcha. check those local stores or online sources or um, what's called a seed potato. And those are things that have grown specifically for, for reproducing the next generation. Mm-hmm. And they um, have not been gassed and they're going to sprout really well. Interesting. Okay, cool. It's nice to know that there's some variety, right? Like mm-hmm. um, that you can go to the store if you want to and mm-hmm. get your potatoes. You can buy some organic potatoes. Um, and I remember when I was figuring this all out, my first year of growing potatoes, you had told me that, um, what was it that you told me? Sorry, time out about organic potatoes. Oh, I think just because of that whole gassing thing, right? Like yeah. um, after you taught me that I started, I did start noticing because I, I do try to buy this is just our personal choice. Like I do try to buy as organic as food as possible. Most of the time, mm-hmm. like, like 99% of the time is what I mean by most of the time. <laughs> Um, anyway, and so after that, I, I don't know if I had bought like a, just a normal potato for whatever reason, like a non-organic potato from the store. And I had a bag already of organic potatoes at my house. And it was so interesting to watch the difference because my organic potatoes, they do sprout so much faster uh-huh. than the organic potatoes. And I was like, I had no idea why that, ha- I didn't even, I wasn't aware that that was even a change or mm-hmm. a difference between the two and then you told me that and I was like oh that's interesting reinforces why I buy organic food (laughs) anyway so just interesting they also store them in temperature controlled environments so that also helps but if you if you ever drive over on eastern Idaho Mm -hmm. in the Rexburg area where they grow a lot of potatoes you'll see potato um like storehouses or yeah they're like rounded and that's that's a potato oh is that what those are Mm mm-hmm I had no idea. I've always wondered. And it's a temperature controlled building mm. that they store potatoes in. There's probably other ways too. Anyway, so cool. my husband's grandparents were potato farmers. And so that side of the family has a lot of knowledge in that, but they grow commercially. So very cool. Just, okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, okay. Let's yeah. start. It's not bad to grow commercially. It's just different than growing it in your own garden. Gotcha. So um, space requirements, potatoes do take up quite a bit of room, mm. but, um, but they're not terrible on size. So, um, so we, if we plant one seed potato or a part of a potato, if it's a large seed potato, you can cut it in half and let it dry for just a couple of days so that that cut side can like form a scab. Okay. Um, but every piece of potato that you plant is going to grow a plant and it's a bush. It's a small bush. It's probably about um, two feet tall, two feet wide in every direction. So they're pretty small. Yeah. But um, but you're gonna want to, and then the potatoes grow just underneath the plant in kind of a little bunch. Yeah. So each plant is probably gonna grow about probably anywhere from six to twelve potatoes. Cool. So that, that was one. Good. Yeah. That was really good for me to know when I was growing my potatoes for the first time. Cause I was mm-hmm. like, I have no idea. Like I'm just going to plant this thing and see what happens. But it was nice to know that there is kind of an average 
I was kind of estimating about eight to 10, but my potatoes ended up not producing all that many, you know, I think it was probably on the six side, but um, it was still fun. Still fun. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And just knowing what to expect really. So how many potato plants you need to plant in order to get a sizable harvest, right? Yeah, exactly. So um, I usually plant probably 20 to 25 plants in my, in my garden. And that's certainly not enough to like supply an entire year, but I've noticed that the potatoes that I grow myself, they do start to sprout pretty, pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. So I try to grow enough that we can eat in a reasonable amount of time before they start to sprout. So that's kind of my goal. Cool. It's just to have like three or four months of potatoes. And then I really can't get beyond that in my home garden. So um, that's usually what I typically try to do. So I'll just go, I usually either, you can save ones that you grew the year before, but it's a little tricky because they sprout so fast. Yeah. So um, I've heard people that take their potatoes toward the end of their storage life and they'll stick them in in their fridge and they'll Mm -hmm. keep them during the rest of the winter. And then in the spring, then they're like really sprouty. Mm. And then you stick those in the ground. So you can like keep them in a colder environment and try to extend that out. Cool. You can plant them the next year. If you try that, let us know how it goes in the comments. <laughs> yeah. And I think Barbara Kingsolver talked about that in her book too. So she did cool. ex- she did have these sprouty potatoes and she needed to plant them. So um cool. <clears throat> in our area, the date that I like to keep in my mind for planting the potatoes is um St. Patrick's Day. Oh, okay. So for me, it's easy to like keep like a like a trigger date in my mind. Like like usually my my warmer crops, I I like think of like Mother's Day, but the potatoes and some of my colder cl- crops, I think of St. Patrick's Day. So mid March, okay. beginning of April, even mid April is fine to plant potatoes. Cool. You can go further than that too if you want to. It's fine especially if it's a, a variety that is a little bit faster growing. Cool. There's some potato varieties that take a long time, like 120 days, and then some that are done in like 80 to 90 days. That's good so, to know also, because I didn't like, I didn't know that, but that makes sense. Like, like all things that you're growing, there's a variety of different things and certain things grow faster and other things grow right. longer and all the things that's interesting to know and you know that that could be why you didn't get a really great potato harvest it might have been a variety that took a longer time that's very possible well okay because like you taught me and I don't know if we're skipping to this right now but you taught me that like you watch like the green part that grows up above the ground um like when it starts kind of dying back that's mm-hmm. when the potatoes are ready and so I did watch for that Mm-hmm. that's what was happening but sure. I don't think it was I don't know we harvested them I think in like October so maybe it was I don't know I don't know that's yeah, a good thing hard to say. I'll test them out and I we did try like two or three different types of potatoes all in a row and some didn't do as well as others but mm-hmm. I don't know that's a good thought I'll try that next time yeah exactly so usually in the spring what I do is I just watch our local garden store and see when they have seed potatoes available Okay. And then I'll go and I'll buy some if I don't have any that have stored well over the winter. Sure. Um, there's some that will store better than others. Like 
we grow a purple potato and that one actually does fine. I can self-perpetuate that one pretty well. That's cool. Um, so I usually just go by my seed potatoes. And then what you're going to do is you're just going to plant them like three inches under the soil. Okay. So just dig a hole, stick it in. And then I usually space them around 18 inches apart in all directions. My, my rows are a little skinny. So I usually just do kind of a zigzag pattern, but you can plant them, you know, kind of next to each other, whatever. So just give them a little bit of space. And then that's really all you do at first. Um, and that's, if that's all you want to do, then that's great. You're going to get a little potato harvest underneath each plant. If you want to get a bigger potato harvest, you can do what's called hilling them up. So this is something that I didn't think was necessary until we didn't do it one year and our potato harvest was really small. My husband usually helps me with this because it's kind of a digging project, but it's not hard to do. Mm -hmm. So um, what that means is when your plants start to come out of the ground, you're going to have a little bit of a green leafy. They get really dark leafy greens yep. coming out of and the ground. Kind of bunchy together. Yeah, they're bunched up. They're kind of curly leaves. They're really... Um, ever grown like a potato leaf tomato it's going to be that same look but dark green um but if they come out of the ground and they're around two inches tall anywhere from one to three inches if it goes longer than three inches then you're probably going to get not a great um healing up process happening but what basically what you want to do is you want to take those little green plants and cover them up with a mound of soil and what that's going to do is it's going to encourage all of those green leafy parts that just came out of the ground to also produce roots, which will turn into potatoes. Cool. Yeah. So that's a good way to get a bigger potato harvest with the same space is to do the hilling up process. So you're just going to, I usually just dig on both sides of it, the dirt and just pile it on top. Yeah. Just, yeah, that's what I did too. Just, just cover them up just make a big mound of dirt on top of it and you yep. can go, you know, just cover it up until it's covered and you can't see it anymore. That's yep. really all you need to do. Cool. And cool. then from there, then they're going to come out of the ground again and grow into a big bush. Like I said, two feet tall, two feet wide, um, something like that. And they're going to grow big and bushy. And then eventually you'll see some flowers. Usually they're white or purple flowers, depending on right. the variety. And then once it flowers, that's usually when they start to produce, like create the roots, like bulb into the potatoes. Oh, okay. And after that is when you can start harvesting if you need a few. Usually it's best to wait until they, until like, like we said earlier, like until the plant starts to die back, fall over, turn brown, the leaves start to crumble, things like that. So that's usually when you know that it's done. You can also wait all the way until you're frost if you want to, and they'll just keep getting bigger and bigger potatoes. Okay. And then from there, you just dig them up. So I like on potato harvest day, um, it's a, for me, it's like a treasure hunt. Yes, so it is. <laughs> it's easier with two people, but all you need is yourself and a shovel really to harvest potatoes. So yeah. You're going to go a little bit away from the plant and just dig and just give it a little bit of a lift. And then you can start just like sifting through the soil, really. And you're like looking for these jewels out of the dirt. Yep. Sometimes it's hard because they're like the same color. Yeah. And uh, as, as the dirt. 
but you'll just look and you'll be like, oh, there's a potato and you like pull it out. I just throw mine in a, in a cardboard box and that's really all there is to it. And then you put them yep. in your house or your garage and just um, eat them over the winter. One of the so, trickiest parts is washing all the dirt off. It's sometimes I soak them in a bowl for a little while and then scrub them. So, so fun. Mm-hmm. I know. It feels like an Easter egg hunt potato style when you're harvesting uh-huh. them. It's so fun. Uh-huh. It's a really fun activity for children to help with because they're, they can look for those and they like to just grab them and pull them out of the ground. So, yep. It's funny to see how the potato grow underneath the ground because they mm-hmm. I mean they're not crazy but they do grow in lots of different directions and you you just truly never know where the potatoes have grown and you're like where uh-huh. are you and you like sometimes they're off in a corner that you didn't even notice uh-huh. and then you dig your next potato plant and you're like oh I think that's another potato from the one I dug up before it's so fun uh-huh yep uh, yeah and most of the time they're right underneath the plant um sweet potatoes grow out in the vines but but an actual potato like it they they really just stay pretty close to underneath the plant but yeah sometimes they're sometimes there's a section over here that did really well and you're like oh there's like more potatoes and right. so. <laughs> so fun cool and then um I know I remember you telling me we've talked about this like with the onion like we talked about onions and how when you harvest an onion, you kind of have to let it dry out and cure, right? Mm-hmm. Same as squashes and things. I think I remember you telling me that, I don't know if they need to like dry out and cure as well with the potatoes, but um, I think that was an interesting thing because again, when you go to the grocery store, you don't have to think about those things. Right. So when you're harvesting your for potatoes, sure. like um, moist soil for a long time. It's like, what do you do? Yeah, I they do need to um, cure, but not like, anything crazy you can leave them out on like an outdoor table if you want to for a couple days um I usually find mine cure just fine in the in the box that I stick them in so I really don't have an issue with that if you want to after a couple days you can kind of like stir them up so the ones on the bottom get a little bit of air or just don't bury them so deep if you just go a couple inches deep then they'll be just fine so you want to kind of watch for ones that have accidentally been cut by the shovel yeah or ones that are um, rotting, things like that. So you just want to kind of sift through them and make sure that you don't have any like ones that are going bad for okay. a few days there. But um, after after a week or so, they should be just fine. Cool. Okay, good to know. Mm-hmm. One fun little detail that you told me about that I didn't realize this until harvest day. So like I told you, as I was looking at my picture, I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. It was so funny because I didn't know that the original potato that you plant, like that seed potato or whatever yeah. you're using, it like totally disintegrates into mush. It, it turns to mush. Yeah. And from that, and Larry, you could probably, I don't know. We don't need to go into all the details, right? But that original seed potato like sends out that it's shoots and each one of those shoots creates the new, a new potato, which is, uh-huh. and it creates the greens on top. So that's the kind of the process of it. But like that original, when I was digging up my potatoes, like, I did find that original mushy potato in every pile of potatoes. And I'm like, oh, and it kind of like smells like a gross round potato, you know, yeah, so nice. just be aware of that. There's a little mushy surprise on the inside when you're, when you're harvesting your potatoes, but it's also part of the Easter egg hunt surprise fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point too. So yep. That sweet potato is like really mushy. So 
Yeah, I just didn't expect that. So it was just an interesting thing to uh-huh. participate in with the first potato harvest. Right. So, right. so fun. Yeah, really fun. Um, I have one, I have a recipe on my website on ways to cook potatoes. So maybe that's, that's a really fun way to, um, to use your potatoes. So you could check that one out. I'll, I'll put a link to that one on there. Um, yeah. That sounds great. Well, awesome. Um, any other thoughts about potatoes before we wrap up? They're delicious. I mean, they are. Eat them. So <laughs> they're yeah, so good. Go sput up your life. <laughs> I just made that up. <laughs> try, yeah, try growing potatoes. We'd love to hear your experience, and it's a really fun thing to try and see what what kind of a harvest you can get with them. So. So fun. Yep. Cool. Well, thanks so much for joining us today, you guys. And um, like always, come join us in our Facebook group. We love hearing about your experiences and um, stay in touch. We'd love to share some more things that are going on. So come join us there and we will see you next time. Okay. See you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Carrot Gal Sister Chats podcast. We invite you to join us in our private Facebook group to continue the conversation. You can find the group by clicking on the link in the show notes or by visiting carrotgal.com chats. We love to answer questions and see pictures of your gardens and other self-sufficiency projects that you're working on. Come join us in the group. Thanks for listening.